guys, welcome back to another episode of Maz Talks. I'm your favorite host, Maz, and you know how we do on this on this podcast or whatever. So today I have a special guest. This wonderful woman is doing a lot. Like, if you don't follow her on socials by the end of this episode, you'll be following her by force. Make sure you book her for everything and anything. And yeah, so today we have Nicole. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so By nervous, way, I can't lie to you. I'm just sitting here smiling. Don't be, don't be nervous. <laughs> I'm sitting here smiling too. It's been a long time coming, but we finally have you on here. Thank you for having very, me. Very, very grateful. No, actually, I'm actually deep in yeah. We've actually been trying to do this for ages, you know. Ages. <laughs> so it's like November, but finally, it's all right. Finally, it's happening. So no excuses. No excuses. Yeah, exactly. So guys, today I brought Nicole onto this platform. So she can talk a little bit about what she does and also to answer a few questions that you may have for her i've already got some notes already done prepared ready so i'm gonna 21 question you <laughs> oh my gosh okay that's fine <laughs> but let's start from who is nicole like who is she what what girl tell them about yourself <laughs> oh i thought that that, that question scary <laughs> who who am i wow okay um so my name's Nicole. I am a 20-year-old part-time student. So I work, I, oh, see, I'm just, I don't even know what to say. I am a university student, so I'm studying media production at the Montford University in Leicester. Um, and at the same time, I'm also running a business called Perosaroid, which is photography. So um basically anything to do with photography or creativity and you need your, like, need help with that shout me because I'm your go-to girl I'll be able to get your vision that you didn't even know you had in your head and put Mm -hmm. it on paper and you'll be like oh that's exactly what I needed that's me so yeah that's that's a little bit about me I don't know what else can I say I think you said it you know yeah the CV CV and right the moment like you really you've outdone yourself but literally guys everything she said that's that's who she is check her out because her portfolio is incredible Thank and there's you. so much more to come um let's start off with obviously you're at uni so what are you studying yeah media production so it's actually a it's not um a course where we do like exams and stuff because media mm-hmm. is a very hands-on course um it's more practical work so every single module that I have I have four modules I've got to do a practical project on it and it is so damn long I can't lie to you like imagine having like no nah, man it's just long I don't even know how to <laughs> I'm trying to make you it's just long like because it's it's basically similar to what I do already like for mm-hmm. my for my business so it's like having my business and then having f- like five different things to do at the same time like it's just long but realistically as, as long as it is I do love it and yeah I do like it and at the Montford as well if anybody is wondering like it like if they want to do media production and stuff the course is really good because it goes over like so many different things and you kind of pick up skills in areas that you didn't know that you could pick up skills in. so for example I done like last year I done radio production and as much as I enjoyed it, so they, they taught us how to do things like podcasts and stuff. So kind of similar to what you're doing, mm-hmm. but it lets you experiment with it and then realize if it's for you so that you don't have to waste your time thinking, oh yeah, I want to do this. And then 
you actually don't really like enjoy it to how much you think you're going to so like now this year I'm doing um like what, what modules am I doing photography um creative media entrepreneurship which is basically help really really helping my business right now um what's the other two the other two are so irrelevant that I just don't even remember what it is they are relevant but yeah no, it gets like that I think that because we're both studying media because I can relate to you like the assignments that you get yeah sometimes it's like wow yeah wow I never knew I can you know wow <laughs> isn't it is fun though it like it is really fun but because like right now obviously we're not actually at uni it's so difficult because you're literally on for media is on the laptop 24 7 so it's like I kind of find I'm finding it kind of hard because I have to literally sit on my laptop for the whole day and my eyes I'm blind yeah I have glasses that I don't use <laughs> and my eyesight is just getting worse like I can't like that's I think that's the longest thing about it it's just the fact that everything's online Mm-hmm. and it's just long man but i think that was literally my next question is how you find in like lockdown and with like being in a creative course i think we're suffering the most because <sighs> our things are very hands-on you know you already, <laughs> you already know like when they try telling me oh yeah you're gonna have online learning i already knew that my degree is not gonna be worth it because at this point me that i learn hands-on anyway yeah. now you're telling me i must actually do it online that's impossible man yeah. <laughs> It's, it's just it's just not it but I was also gonna ask you now you really asked that question anyway mm-hmm. um, <laughs> have you always been into photography like did is that what you studied in like GCSEs or college or A-levels yes so I went to a normal like high school in from year seven to year nine and yes I say high school if anyone's gonna laugh at me I say high school because my high school was called Kingsbury High School okay because I know fair <laughs> people will get on to me and say it's not high school it's secondary school no I was gonna say it but <laughs> <laughs> no it's high school <laughs> okay <laughs> well yeah I went to high school um a normal high school from year seven eight nine then I left in year nine because there was a new media school like in Elstree which is kind of it's kind of near me but not near me at the same time so it was a media school um and my mum told me about it and I was like oh wow like there's a media school like I kind of always had an interest in creativity but I didn't know that it was media until she literally said to me like there's a media school and I was like for some reason that my heart is telling me this is where I need to go so I need to go there um I've always like been into like doing like little videos and stuff because um, I used to do YouTube and before YouTube me and my sister used to make like these stupid videos on my mom's iPad all the time so I've kind of always been into like the media production-y type like direction um, then year 10 that's when I moved to that school uh, for year 10 and 11 and I studied media production photography dance and what was the other one media studies drama so it was like literally in the media industry like there was all and the thing is the school was full of white people as well like I don't have anything against it but that school they kind of focused a lot on the white art so it was a good school for me to go to in terms of like picking up skills in photography and media Mm -hmm. production and stuff like that's where it kicked off for me like that's where I learned 
the foundations of what I do now. However, the opportunities that they were given to everyone, that was for everyone, it wasn't actually for everyone. It was kind of like directed towards the white, like the white students there. And then if we did have like our ideas, they would kind of stir it away from what we're doing and just focus it on. Yeah, you're not, no, we don't understand that. Like you need to not do that. So that's why I left that school. And then I went to, college for two years Uxbridge College um where I'd done media and media BTEC and then went on to university to do media so it's kind of like for these past like how many years it's literally I've just been doing media and I'm not even gonna cap to you right now that's what we I feel like I, I I'm sitting here and you said Uxbridge and I'm like I applied at Uxbridge College you know yeah so maybe I was thinking did I see you there at the interview, maybe? I mean, what, I did you know. go... So, did you actually end up going to Uxbridge? No. Do you know what it was? Um, My school that I went to had a sixth form, and it was actually... At that, point, at that time, it was actually doing decently well. So, mm. even though I applied at Uxbridge and all those, but I went to the interviews, I said, let me just stay in Slough, because I'm not from London. Oh, let okay. Slough's near yeah. Uxbridge, isn't it? Yeah, I said, let yeah. me stay in Slough. Let me go to the sixth form, and let me just keep it there. But I remember Oxford really had, like, all, like, the texts. Like, when I went in for an interview, they had literally everything that you needed, like... Yeah, that the, course them, was like, good well. MacBooks. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, that course... that I'm alive. At the time, yeah, I was thinking, like, it, it. they gave us a lot of freedom in that college for that course. I can't lie to you. Like, I remember there was times where they were like, yeah, um, our timetable was, like, three two days a week or whatever and I can't lie I don't actually think I went in for those three days but like <laughs> like even when like when I did go in I remember that the course being very hands-on so it was very like it was very good I've been very lucky in terms of being able to find my passion early and working mm-hmm. on it from literally year 10 11 12 13 yeah going to uni and doing it so and for some reason even at the time when I didn't realize it the courses that I was doing was just so fundamental in like just the skills that I use now um mm-hmm. as opposed to like doing maths like oi do you know I haven't actually like <laughs> ask me what Pythagoras and all of that them things there are Never now I actually can't remember like it's so bad but things that I learned from year 10 for media I remember do you know what I mean so it's just mm-hmm. like it's so important to find kind of figure out what you want to do from early because it will just put you in a head start like when you realize you don't actually you didn't actually need it like sometimes people tell me they're like oh like you're really lucky to have found that you like media so early, you know? And I don't actually deeper until people say that to me. I'm like, it, that's kind of, it's kind of true because mm-hmm. I now realise that when I leave uni, even if I don't go into a grad job, I'm kind of okay because of the experience that I've got for myself over the course of the years that, like, I have been doing it. Whereas some yeah. people, they, they obviously, they've had uni and whatnot, but then after they like after they graduate, they're like, oh, like I don't actually know if what I was studying is what I want to do, or they don't know where to start. So, yeah, it's just it's a bit mad, really. No, you're speaking straight facts. That's like me, like GCSE, I did media studies. Um, A levels, I did media studies. Uni, I came and done basically media. I'm studying journalism, so like I also went along the media route, mm. and it was very it was very clear to me from even like GCSE that media is what I wanted to do yeah I had talents in it I even studied photography at one point I was gonna get to that how was that when you done it how was that do you know what it was yeah it was decent but one thing that like you mentioned as well is like because it's like 
the person I'm teaching is white as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just sending you like um information based on like their stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So like it's like you don't know necessarily like um how to go about it but like to do it in your own style so mm-hmm. I, I, like my work here if, when I look back at it I hated it because all this contemporary this things and that's not that's not who I am do you know, so I just, it's like, so funny that you say that because <laughs> if I was to send you a picture of the, like the shoots that I used to do for photography you'll actually look at it and you'll laugh because you'll think what the hell is this but it's because the things that I wanted to do they'd tell me like now you you need to not do that do this because this is what's going to get your grades and that's why I, I um from GCSEs that's the last time I actually studied photography like because I feel like personally I feel like you actually can't teach creativity like you can teach the skills to exercise your creativity but you can't teach creativity it's so it was pointless yeah, you know what I mean that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying like you will do something can you feel like yeah this is it and then they will mark it and tell you no this is a degree like, <laughs> this is nothing how do you even mark creativity like, nah, you, that. Even, you know like Picasso and them people there they draw a line and they can tell you yeah this line is because of this and because of yeah this. when I do it it's like no you gotta pattern it up like it doesn't make so it kind of like demotivated mm. like but it kind of yeah it, it, it gave me the skills and stuff to obviously when I'm doing my media stuff to be able to take pictures I, I know the basics like the rule of thirds yeah composition and stuff like that but when it comes to creativity and all of that photography this thing I was like nah you lot you t- you're telling me I have no creativity what <laughs> and t- do you know what is so like bad about that is that teachers actually don't realize how like how that affects us you know because so from doing photography in GCSEs you're 10 and 11 I actually stopped it after that, you know. Like, I I stopped photography. I gave up. Like, I actually gave up. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not doing this no more. Like, this is dead, bruv. How are they telling me? They're like, yeah, this is amazing. This is great. Like, woo. And then when I got my grade, I, it wasn't the grade that I wanted to. And I'm a high achiever. So when you're telling me I'm going to get something and then I don't get it, it disheartens me proper. I'm like, nah, like, this ain't for me. So I stopped it for two years. It wasn't until I came back to uni um, and I met Gracie um and that's she's actually the person that like kick started me like she gave me a kick up the bum and was like do you need to do it again like so if I'm really like honest with you Perezo is actually only here because of Gracie because she actually showed me like oh you're a black female and you can do photography do you know what I mean like don't listen to people just do it and I done it and look where I am now so I'm really like thankful for that um but yeah like it's bare disheartened they they dishearten you like oh I do you know sometimes I sit here and I think, imagine if I didn't meet Gracie yet, I actually don't know if I would actually be doing Perez with, you know? Mm-hmm. That is not. And even Gracie, I was watching her on YouTube even before I came to uni. So I was like, I was like watching her, like her journey from YouTube yeah. to being a photographer. Like, I've enjoyed being part of that journey. Like, wow, like, you know, you need, sometimes you need that one person that will change your life completely. You and every do. time you look back, you always, you always think like, if you weren't here, like, mm-hmm. it's true. where would I be? It is true. It's but very true. That's so crazy. But literally, in the past, like, two years I've known you anyway, like, you've literally just been growing from, from every shoot that you've been doing. And you've, you've even worked with very iconic people in the media. Yes, I have. I have. I have. And even when I was on YouTube and I was watching the video and I said, that's me. Say <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm watching Adiola's video and I'm thinking, that's Nicole. Like, I know this girl. Yeah, like, that's me. <laughs> I said, yeah. And it kind of makes me happy because 
not kind of it makes me very happy because like people like you that you personally know it's like wow mm. like like if you watch your journey like I, I don't know if you do this sometimes but you look back like maybe every month or so like oh I don't know what I've achieved this much you know, this month like imagine if I never started this like I would never have achieved everything I've achieved so far yeah I hear that nah, um, by you saying that though I feel like do you know what it's mad because I actually don't deep these things very often like it sounds crazy like I don't know like maybe okay from my perspective like like looking back on my journey I don't ever deep how much I've done until like the end of the year and then I'm like oh wow like everything that I've done I didn't think I would actually do it like this time last year whereas people looking in they just see it and they think like oh yeah like she's doing like she's doing this now she's doing this now like mm-hmm. I genuinely don't realize until I'm told like it's just mad and I don't know I think maybe I need to actually be more like like looking back on things monthly for me to realize because I I, I have a bad memory as well so I'll forget half the things that I do and I'll be like oh yeah like I've done that <laughs> that's mad you know what I mean it's it's bare mm-hmm. it's bare weird like I don't know it's weird like be, being the person as opposed to being the person like looking at does that make sense? I feel like that's yeah. Sense. It make nah. It make it makes sense. It makes sense. I get what you like. Mean. Like hearing you say this, I'm thinking, oh yeah, like that's actually true. Now I done that. Like I just forget sometimes. <laughs> no, but I think it's 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 with all of us though. Like when we're so busy doing what we're doing, we don't even realize that. Or oh, we've done this. Or we've done this. Yeah. Or we've done that. Like we don't even realize what we're doing until like we actually sit down and, and we actually deep everything. Like oh yeah, actually I did this. Yeah, sure. Oh wow. Because sometimes even when you're feeling down, yeah, like you have that thought in your head that tells you, you know, like actually, I did this this year. Like, why am I sitting here crying? Legit. Have I, achieved I had that conversation with myself last week. <laughs> I, I know because you know, <laughs> I was gonna. Go you on. tweeted something last week, kid, that even like made me want to even put you on this podcast asap because you tweeted like sometimes you're hard on yourself, and even me, like that's where I can I can relate to you. I'm so hard on myself, yeah. Like every day, I'm like, man, you should be, you should, you shouldn't be in this position, man. You should be better than this. Yeah. Man. And it's like, because you're so hard on yourself, yeah. You, like, you're hard on yourself, like, so hard that it's like, you don't you deep the blessings. That, yeah. You don't deep, deep the blessings, and then you put yourself in that bad like state, mm. like, like, it's like it's like someone's bullying you, but you're bullying yourself. Legit, legit. I think we all just need to be nice to ourselves. <laughs> this year we all need to be nicer to ourselves and just like nah it's true it's just hard it's long being a creative is long I feel like it's just a mental battle with yourself left right and center that's what I'm saying it's just so crazy but um my next this thing was um like how did you start your business like what was your like initial like plans for your business itself Lord that jazz so when I started um I kind of I kind of knew I wanted it to be like a freelancing like getting just money on the side because obviously when I started I was um I start literally started when I started uni so what was that oh my gosh when did I start uni oh my gosh it's been 2018 no way sorry I'm just talking <laughs> out loud right now but yeah 2018 so I started okay okay what actually started my photography as a business was basically when I started uni my dad who he used to be a photographer 
Um, mm-hmm. So I, I kind of grew up having the camera in my face all the time, like going, like doing these little shoots with my dad. Like he'll like have me modeling and I'll be doing like my little cheesy shoots in the park and stuff like that. So I kind of <laughs> had my interest from there. Um, and then my mum and my uncle had a media company in a summer, like a summer school, like when I was like a, like younger um, called Capo Power so they had like a media company where we made like short films and stuff so having it as a business was always the goal but I didn't realize I would do it so soon until when I went to uni my dad he was rushed to hospital literally three days after I started uni um, rushed to hospital and um, basically he had cancer and he mm-hmm. just during that journey it was kind of my distraction if that makes sense. So during the time that he was ill, he was literally rushed to hospital September. He passed away December. So literally in that first, in my first three months of uni, I was going through it. Like, ask my friends, I was going through it. And the only way that I could remain any sense of sanity was by doing, like building my business. I was like, do you know what? Dad's gone now. But this is like he wanted to do photography and he would if he knew that I had carried on as a business, he would have been so proud of me. So I can't stop now. Luckily, he he I showed him like my logo before he passed away and I showed him a few shoots that I had done at the start whilst he, um, he was alive. And he was so proud of me. Like he was literally like, Nicole, like I knew you had it in you as a photographer. Like, yes, like he's probably thinking that, like, yes, one of my children finally <laughs> doing photography. <laughs> yeah. so it was really like a it was a it was a push seeing how happy that made him and then when he passed away now I was like I can't stop now and it's literally been like a a, it was a coping mechanism for me to be honest like doing it um pushing it as a business promoting myself like I would just immerse myself in creating like little videos and of my work to try and get jobs because I knew that if I don't have no jobs or nothing I'm sitting at home and I'm Mm -hmm. being sad and and depressed as hell do you know what I mean so it was literally that that made me like take it seriously no we love we love a motivation like that that's that's incredible I feel like you know when um someone that's actually close to you like dies and they're the reason why you do what you do i think that that motivates you so yeah that was a different type of motivation like like i know some people are in it for their money some people are in it for like i want to be famous and all that but when you when you're doing it for someone who's dead and you're trying to make them proud, you do anything in your power to do it and it's it's that drive and that this thing yeah oh it's crazy no it was mad it was it it was mad like I didn't even know I had it in me like I would like at the start of the year now I would like I write goals down and it's weird because okay so because I had obviously started it like early like in 2018 I hadn't had a style yet and I did I knew I wanted to do photography but there's so many different types of photography that you kind of have to figure out what you enjoy the most and because I was doing YouTube as well at the time I, I was like, do you know what? I feel like one day YouTubers are going to get so big that they're going to need photography, like they're going to need photographers for stuff. Do you know what I mean? So why don't I start uh-huh. trying to work with influencers? Because that's the, like, that's what I kind of, I'm, I'm surrounded by daily. When I go on Instagram, I'm seeing like all these influencers that I'm following, I'm seeing their, their stuff or I go on YouTube and you're seeing their stuff. So I was like, I think this is what I'm going to do. And then just go I kind of went into it from there 
Mm-hmm. And was it just like you messaging them and being like, hey, you know? Yeah. You do like this, all, and the the actual working with influencers, like actual real influencers, I didn't even know I was actually going to do that, you know? I wrote it down on my goals list as a joke. Like I was like, yeah, like, oh, um, work with one of my favorite YouTubers one day. Like wrote that down on my list for 2019. At the end of 2019, I'm working with Adiola. I was like, what? <laughs> like, wait, I, I, I definitely wrote that down as a joke. Like, how is this happening right now? And that actually yeah. happened. She, because I was, a, I, I've been a big fan of the Patrons. Like when they were um, two of them. A three. A they was a three, but yeah. I hadn't known them when they were three. I I was kind of put onto them when it was Adiola and um, Shola. So I was watching them all the time and I loved their stuff. Like, um, they had like a portrait I saw that they had Patron's cosmetics I would buy their products and I'm just like oh my gosh like these are like that kind of do you know when you buy something and then you go on Instagram mm-hmm. and you're like oh like I bought the the Patron's cosmetics like lip gloss art is so nice like I would do that like I was a like I was actually a fan like I do know this as well she knows I would I'm still I still am I'm a fan so she they put she put on um Twitter one time um oh like I've got lashes for um can't wait to drop these lashes for our new cosmetics line and once again I just do things like just in the moment I was I messaged her Mm -hmm. on Twitter um on the TL and I was like do you need a photographer and she actually messaged back and was like yeah I was like oh wait what (laughs) I rubbed my eyes I I refreshed just to make sure it was there and and from there I like um I done the whole like planned the whole shoot all they done was get the studio and I planned the shoot the models the makeup the everything and it was from there that she was like I want to work with you again and then from that shoot so that one free shoot that I done I've been working with her and being paid from it as well so sometimes it's like you have to put yourself out there for free for you to like rape the whoa well, not that word reap the um the yeah. seeds that you that you sow do you know what I mean so it was yeah and then now I'm I'm her personal photographer so that turned out pretty well can't lie to you very once again like I said like it was definitely something that I didn't actually think would happen so that's why I'm always encouraging people when they say they want to do something just do it because you actually don't know where it's going to like take you it's mad oh, <laughs> it's mad 100 percent. I've been this year like my main goal for people is for them to realize their potential and to work on their potential and i even said this year that if i have to be a beg in this industry yeah. i'm gonna have to be a beg because you if, if you if, if you think you're gonna do everything by yourself by sitting in your room it's gonna be impossible Legit. like it's so true and like go on. it's just um for example like when i came back everyone was telling me why are you back in leicester so early and i was like i'm working anyway but also i'm working like mass talks is also my work like i'm working yeah. like that's my work that's my job um i said I, I was laying in bed one day and i was like mary like how are you gonna get you from a to b this year like in the space of a couple of months you almost hit two 2k place mm. that's calm but how are we gonna get you from 2k place to we're saying double the figures there? and i was sitting there and i was i was like the only way I can do it is by contacting people. And now, do you know at first I put myself like, nah, I don't want to message these guys. Say, air me. Well, you got that wanna... pride though. It's that air and pride. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever want to be aired by someone, yeah. But at the end of the day, if you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> like you'll never know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I sit, I was sitting in bed. Like I was fighting myself. Like when I say like, when I have me time, it's me time. Serious. Mm. Like I'm fighting with myself. I was telling myself, Mary, you got to pattern up. If you think you're gonna have like big people on your podcast you have to actually reach out to them first for them to come on yeah you can't just sit there and just expect them to come 
and I said, you know what? Calm. So I sat there and I drafted up this look like no, it wasn't a long message, but it was a message that said, you know, I want to invite you on the day. Yeah. Come, come, come. And I'll be I'll be real with you. I was surprised that these individuals actually replied back to me because I was really praying to God. I said, God, don't let me say <laughs> my pride, yay. But like last week, I interviewed a 20-year-old millionaire. Mm-mm. Um, for real, and it's coming out soon. What did they she tip you? Did they give give you a cheeky meal? Like, come on. They, they could now nah, they should have they should have I should ask <laughs> just in my back but it was like I interviewed her and she's from all the way from New York like that's crazy I messaged her and I got what I wanted I got it into yeah I got her to know who I am and it's stuff like that you got to put yourself in uncomfortable positions so that you can feel comfortable in 30 20 years time yeah legit people don't grow from not being uncomfortable like I think I realized as well that's another thing that I'm realizing now as I sit here it's like my most uncomfortable positions has led to my best work. And it's like, you don't actually think that being uncomfortable will get you places. Because everyone, you want to be comfortable. Do you know what I mean? It's a natural human thing. You want to be comfortable and you want to know what's going on. You want to know what will happen and stuff. But when you don't know, oi, just know something's coming, you know. When you're sitting there and you're like, no, I don't know how I'm going to do this or what's going to happen. That's when you know a mad thing's coming. I'm telling you, like, every time that I've never known what's going on yet, something big like happens straight after and I'm just like you see my god because when you can't see he knows what's happening you know so 100 nah no a hundred percent like everything you're saying I, I'm not even disagreeing with it because you're speaking straight facts and you sound like not even sound like but you've been through it so you know exactly what you're talking yeah. about and I'm like girl I'm so proud of you like like legit like you've been taking pictures for these like you know when like if if you were younger and you're looking at this like you but in a different yeah form, like you should be like oh wow this girl's going places Nana <laughs> rose Adriola, a b and c like and it's all you like and your work speaks for itself like your work speaks for itself like you and gracie yeah like i always say like when i'm ready to give birth <laughs> like <laughs> when I'm ready you will to- have us there taking pictures <laughs> you get it like I, i've said it like i said it i said it to grace i think like three years ago i said to her like when i'm pregnant bro like y- you're taking the picture i want these type of pictures like mary whenever you're ready yeah like just let me know and i was like listen don't worry god's timing is the best time you need to you need i hope you're you you get gracie on here one day because she is like you think i've got a lot to say yeah gracie is an mm-hmm. she it, do you know where it is people they just find her funny yeah but they don't actually realize she's got a lot of like like in like mm-hmm. this girl she's smart you know gracie i've learned nothing from her that have like I, i've said it already but you know you already know like gracie she's mm-hmm. got like you will get a lot from her so definitely like try and get her on here because she's got so many stories and she's just so helpful for any creative that that is starting up she is the perfect person for you to go to if you need help and like giving you a kickstart do you know what i mean so should mm-hmm. be definitely like a good person to have on here because she's my she, she, oh, she's my best friend but she's my motivation do you know what i mean and my, like, yeah now nah, you need that you need that in life man like that's what i'm saying definitely gonna get her on here very very soon i'm gonna drop her message even after yeah. this but like did you obviously with this whole photography journey we, we spoke about obviously going to the school and then obviously it being all like white white people and all that yeah. stuff was there any other challenges that you faced um so far like after that um what as in from that school um not from that school but just in your journey like so far um 
I think being a photographer, but being female and black. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I laugh because it's just so funny. It's just long, like, because so okay, in the photography, like in the industry, it's literally male dominated, mm-hmm. like left, right, and center. It's male photographers, male photographers, male photographers. I feel like it's. I didn't even realize there were actually so many female black photographers until. I actively went out of my way to find them. Like, you don't just come across them. Whereas, like, for some reason, just ugh, males. Ugh, I hate men. I, I, okay, I don't hate men, but, like, I just... They, they will literally have mediocre work here. And you will go and see talent from a black female photographer that is 10 times better. But the male will get hired. Like, I think that's the biggest, um, like, one of the biggest issues that I have in this industry. It's not fair. Like, if you're going to base something off of talent, find the talent. Don't be lazy and just because you know this person. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, the, I just feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities for black females, um, female photographers in the industry because it's just yeah. males, like, everywhere. Even even the way they, like, and I don't know, I, obviously, they are, they, they, they are talented, but... I'm trying to figure out how they do it like I don't know what it is maybe it's the support because I feel like maybe like as like looking onto it some people will say oh like males they'll they'll just bum lick each other and and just like just force it yeah but it's working for them so like even like and the thing is even if it's not like even if it um it's not fake. Like they're actually being serious. It's not even bum licking, to be honest. That's just a childish mentality. I need to get that out of my head. It's supporting. They're supporting each other, yeah. so they get places. You know what I mean? If they can't do it, they'll put on their their brethren. People need to start doing that more. And they are like I've, I'm seeing people do it more, and people are now seeing why it's important to do that because it's like, um, for example, if I can't do a shoot, I will either recommend them to I have literally a list of black photographers and like I kind of know their style like Mm -hmm. understand their different styles so if a client comes to me and I know that that's not really my style or I'm unavailable and I can't do it I will tell them go to this person because they do something like this like they'll do this that you're asking for and little things like that like supporting each other without telling like you don't have to always publicize like yeah I put you onto this opportunity this opportunity this opportunity just do it like and see that they get the job and you're happy for them do you know what I mean so seeing that this is recently happening it's it's kind of making me happy because it's like okay maybe we have a chance here to like like come up and show that prove that we have talent as well as the guys um whereas before like maybe two years ago I feel like that wasn't really the case um everything that you said is true like media the media industry anyway like from tv already is always heavily male dominated and then even the behind the scenes is heavy, mm. dom- like it's heavy like man dominated so it's like for a female anyway to try you know squeeze squeeze in it's already hard but being a black female oh that yeah. one is you have to work like dog shifts here to get to the level that yeah basic for them but it's like you're trying to even get to their level and it's like you you can put all all the hard work that you can possibly put in but if their mindset is still like this guy's better than you and even his work doesn't speak for himself it's like it puts mentally it puts you down yeah it it puts you down it's like what i'm doing all of this here and i i'm not getting no credit like it kind of puts you in that aspect yeah like 
like you start thinking to yourself like is what i'm doing even worth it because at the, at the point like no one's even seen what i what i can do and my potential and all that stuff is legit it's all crazy but do you know what one thing that i love about you is from following you on socials for the like from, from the get-go when i knew you it's like you've literally like been putting people on like just how you said that if you can't make a shoot you recommend other people like even though today you told you you, you advise people you know on social on the timeline like Every, like everyone that's like a has a black business you have like a um, what did you say like what do you mean what as in they have the, we're doing the same thing but no but different styles like, um, you know black owned businesses or something like that should have like their own page where like everyone oh what the thing that yesterday, i tweeted the other day yeah. um yes i think yesterday yes yeah, so i was saying i've really literally like i've seen bare black businesses pop up and i love it I love it. But there's nowhere for us to shop as a collective. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you see how you have, like, Debenhams and you have, like, um, Coat Beauty and Beauty Base and all these things? You go on there, you're looking for one lipstick and you'll find yeah. 100 different companies, like, with the li- like with lipstick and you can pick from there. We need something like that for black, um, for black businesses because we know that, okay, like, I feel like, with people's current businesses, they're getting the ideas out there, but it's the audiences that they're not reaching that will make a difference. So if you put all of them onto one platform, and especially when everybody has different budgets, so one day I'll I'll want to spend like one pound on a, on a lip gloss, I'll go to the hair shop. Whereas next month I'm feeling bougie and I want to spend like 16 pounds 20 pounds on a lips on a lip gloss if i go on the page i'll see oh okay i'm not gonna get that this time but when this one's out i'll go and get that and it's in a different price so i just feel like we need to do something like that because it will help so much like so much and i it it will also help everybody to start working together more because that's something that the black community i feel like we need to just start doing because everybody else does it like um, eight, like, I feel like Asian, like the Asian community, they're very much, they will all work within each other. The Jewish community, they all work with each other. Whereas for some reason in the black community, it's like everything is a competition or, oh, this person's doing that. I want to do that. But it's not, it needs to be better than that. It doesn't need to be like that. If we just all work together, we will all see benefits. Do you know what I mean? So it's, some, it's something that I, I want to start. And I don't know when, don't know how, don't know anything i just know that that's something that i want to do that's maybe a new lane that i want to go down yeah no that's what i'm saying like i feel like i feel like americans did it time ago like at the start of lockdown i think they started it this whole like um, website full of like black like owned businesses and stuff like that but um mm. what do you call it i feel like definitely the uk we need one so that like especially what ones that pinpoint their locations as well so that if you let's say if you go to manchester and you don't know anyone there you can be like oh but they have hairdressers here though yeah so um it's just we definitely as black people we need to support each other instead of always bringing each other down and also put people on like Mm. we can like if what like the thing is i always say this to my friends like if one of us make it we all make it and it's not a selfish you know what i mean you made it so now you left us now it's not a thing like that you should be proud that even one of your people have made it to where they want to make it so that even that even Mm. even inspires you to get to where you want to be yeah, because when I, I realized as well, when I started surrounding myself with people better than me, 
that's when I started elevating. People are, are kind of scared sometimes to be around people who they might think are better at them at something, but it will honestly be the best thing that you ever choose to do because you they start to show you different ways of thinking that you don't realise you actually need. Um, so, yeah, like, I feel like I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but... Yeah, it's just it's just really important to just surround yourself with the right people yeah, definitely. as well. I think that's the main important thing. Like how you said that your best friend Gracie is also a photographer. You guys basically do like you know you do similar stuff. So when you're with her, like she kind of yeah. motivates you. Like you know, Nicole, let's come on, let's do it. Like even if you're having a bad day, like you know, let's just shoot. It's stuff like that. Yeah, it's when you have a group of like people who do some like something completely different to you. That's it's very hard because like how do I find my motivation? How can they motivate me? It's just stuff like that. Yeah. But um, do you have any, like, advice for people, you know, starting up who was either studying photography or, like, want to start their own business? Anything? Mm, let me think about that. Don't want to just be <laughs> spouting out stupidness. <laughs> um, okay, so people studying photography, especially if you're Black and they don't understand your art, especially if you don't even get the grade, the grade actually mm. does not matter because it, it just doesn't. Like, I'm not even doing the things that I used to be doing in photography. I'm, I decided to take mm-hmm. elements from it and make it my own. So don't make that dishearten you because I think if I hadn't taken that two, them two years, that two-year break that I took between um, GCSEs and uni, I would have been even further than where I am now. Do you know what I mean? So don't let that stop you or dishearten you. Just take it and find a way to make it your own. Um, anyone starting up a business, just make sure you you actually know what you're doing from the start. Because I've made very stupid mm-hmm. business mistakes, like um, little things like like educate yourself and like tax and um and what the difference is between a sole trader and limited and work out what's best for you because what's best for one business is not like what might be best for you so definitely take your um take like find someone who's already in the business and ask them things that even if it's something so simple like what is tax bruv do you know i wish i asked this i thought yeah oh if i ask someone what taxes they're gonna look at me like an idiot yeah I wish I'd done that when I when I said that I would because it's just ended up like I've just got a whole lot of stuff that I've got to sort out now that would have been um would have been prevented if I just asked someone the simple question um mm-hmm. at the start. Do you know what I mean? So anything, even if it's a stupid question, ask because somebody has the answer and it will make your life so much easier. Um and then lastly, just have fun with it. Like just have <laughs> legit because whenever I try and do things too seriously that's it takes the whole fun out of it and I'm just like yeah this is not fun no more just have fun with what you're creating um and don't let the TL make you think that your work ain't good because little likes don't mean nothing when you're getting 10 likes there's one person liking it and retweeting it that's gonna get you the doors that you didn't know that could be open for you so just keep keep going and don't let that um this yeah no (laughs) that that's the best advice that anyone can give anyone like coming up honestly the the last thing you said as well is have fun i think that's the most important part um there's no point going into anything and not loving it and not enjoying it not having fun with it 
because you're just going to get bored and you're going to lose motivation for it very quickly and your passion will just disappear. Yeah. But um, is there anything to expect this year from you? Any big projects that you're working on or anything? Mm, just know that the photography that I'm going to be releasing this year is going to be a lot more... When I say outlandish, I just mean you're going to look at it and think, what the hell is that? <laughs> but that's what yeah. I want. I need people to look at it and not know what they're looking at. So from that, just know that I'm, I feel like my photography is going in a completely different direction this year. And I just can't wait for everybody to see Listen, it. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm excited. Your personal opinions are, are already on anyway. So I'm there, I'm there, <laughs> I'm there. But as always, thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on here and talking to the people. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I talk so much. I feel like I've got verbal diarrhea. <laughs> no, sometimes. listen, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you had a, you had a lot to say, and I, f- I feel like everyone that's listening, that will be listening and tuned in, that hopefully they've taken a lot of what you said in because you dropped a lot of gems, and I'm, I'm even taking a lot in. I'm like, I'm even deep in everything that you said today, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> like Mary, this is time for you to take some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> This is literally the start of everyone's journey, man. I can't wait till you know the whole gang, but all all of us are going to red carpet events and and yeah, listen. I keep smiling because I I God has revealed certain dreams to me, and I, I know it's gonna happen, so I'm ready. Wait, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Why did you say that? Why did you just say what? that? Why, Why did you just say that? <laughs> well, say that again. Say that. What did, what did you just say about the dreams on that snail? Nah, like <laughs> I promise you, yeah, the past like I, I have not like. This is this is this is so inner, but I have not slept properly in a few like after TO tweeted, yeah. If if your dreams are not if your dreams are not big enough, yeah. No. Something about mm-hmm. like sleeping and your dreams not being big enough. Like if you're like something like that. Ever since he tweeted that, yeah, and I was deep in like like mass talks, yeah. Like I have not slept properly because every time I'm sleeping, all I'm thinking about is what's what's the next step? Like, I need to record this. Like mm. everything is inspiring. Like I have a notebook I sleep with, yeah. <laughs> and I could be a wit. I could have a random dream or thought at two a.m. in the morning. Guess what? Guess who is up writing in their notebook? It's me. <laughs> and like, no, like, that's mine. On the first of January, yeah, like, like I had a, I had a dream, like red carpet event after this whole Corona rubbish year, and like my people, mm-hmm. like, were all there, and it was so weird because we, we all nah, finished nah. uni and we haven't even like contact each other like that but it's like we all managed to get to this one place together and I was, like in the dream I, even I woke up confused but like even in the dream I was confused I was like what we what now do you know them dream these dreams yeah okay so it mm-hmm. sounds bare weird yeah but I actually God speaks to me through my dreams you know I will have and it's not it's not all the time like I'm not gonna sit here and say every time I fall asleep I'm talking to God because mm-hmm. that don't happen yeah I have to do a, a proper specific prayer to him yeah and he will reveal it mm-hmm. in the dream. And I will wake up and I will think, what the hell was that? Like, what was that? Like, I, dreams, yeah. And then, there, okay, so one time, yeah, I had a, a specific dream and it actually happened. And I have never been so shook in my life yet because it, it wasn't even a positive thing, yeah. It was actually something yeah. like really bad. But it actually happened. So that's why when people have dreams... If you can, like when you wake up, as soon as you wake up, write it down because it's a message. I'm telling you, some of these things that you're dreaming about, it's messages that God's sending you. And you need to be aware because 
you can kind of figure out what's going to happen or where you need to be and it's kind of his way of aligning you to your path do you know what I mean so that's why when you said that you had dreams and stuff I was like mm, what's you because hmm? that's like me too <laughs> like <laughs> like I'm having these weird dreams sometimes you know but so, but then sometimes it's positive mm-hmm. it's like one time I had a dream yeah and I went onto the TR and I, I wrote out the whole dream and then someone in that dream yeah messaged me like it and it was actually like a um a big person like a like a celebrity yeah. they messaged me and was like no I saw your dream on my timeline and I, I thought I might I need to message you because duh, 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 duh. so these things yeah just just be aware just that's what I want to yeah, say nah, just be aware and know like, what they're like, about taking like everything like God is showing me I'm, I'm praying every day that like, I'm like God in your own mm-hmm. time in it you know what you're doing in it so I'm just gonna trust you trust trust you and trust the process because I'm enjoying it Amen. but that's what I'm saying like in Jesus name you know Nicole you're gonna be dead there man like wh- wh- when you become Thank someone's you. official photographer is game it's game over and then you can say look look we've done the Do you podcast get it? Like, <laughs> when you're writing your autobiography and all that and I'm like listen refer back to this pod because this is this is where yeah. we, this is where the in the root interview started <laughs> <laughs> but I hope oh, you good. enjoyed this episode hopefully by the end of this year we'll come back and we'll talk about updates and what happened throughout the year Um, yeah definitely as always i'm your favorite host maz i've enjoyed this this episode as much as you guys have thank you nicole thank you for having me links and everything's in the description so you guys can you know give her a follow also make sure you actually turn her post notifications on so you don't miss out because i'm telling you quality content out here only and if you need a <laughs> oh my god, I've been trying not to say that for the whole interview, and it just got me in the last minute. <laughs> Sometimes it just kind of creeps up, it creeps up. But yeah, thank you for listening to Maz Talks. This podcast is available on all platforms, so make sure you keep streaming it and share it with other people. See you next one. Bye. Bye.